everybody to another episode of Church Talks. I'm at a table with four teenagers, so you can already imagine how this episode is going to go. Um, they're they're laughing. They're inappropriate. What? They're, um, <laughs> yes, their attention span is that of a gnat. Of a squirrel. Um, of a squirrel. And um, so I'm going to let them. Actually, let me tell you a little bit of um, of what we're doing. So I am on site at a youth camp in Smith Mountain Lake, Virginia. And this is a church camp based out of Madison, North Carolina. Um, I think it's Madison. Yeah. And they've invited me the last three years to come to their youth camp. And I have just fallen in love with these kids and with the leaders. And uh, I, they've made me feel like home. And I feel like that these are my family, even if I only get to see them uh, during the summer. And so I've asked them and I've asked the leaders permission to be on this. And I'm excited to hear from them. And I know that you will be too because... It is really hard to be a teenager right now. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Um, and it is really encouraging for me uh, as I am almost double their age. Golly. How old are you? 15, 16, 16. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm, I'm over double your age. Uh, but I remember 15 and 16, and I remember how hard it was for me, and that's when we only had MySpace. So I can imagine with everything that you guys have access to and all of the, just the crap that is being fed to you every day, that it is really hard to not just be a teenager and to be living, but to be living a God-honoring life. And I'm very proud of y'all. First of all, I'll say that, that um, not only are you here at a church camp, but I have heard from your leaders and from people that know you that you guys are living it when you're at school and when you're at home. And I've seen some spiritual growth in you just in the last couple of days. Uh, so I'm very proud of you. And I just want you to know that right off the bat. But uh, yeah, I am going to ask you guys to introduce yourself and we'll just go clockwise. So um, so we've got Addison, Hannah, Hi. Gabe, and Easton. And um, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. They'll tell you their name, how old they are. Don't go into too much detail. Okay. Um, but you know, maybe a couple of things like what's something fun that you like to do. And then, I don't know, maybe, maybe two fun things. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How about three? I got three. Or three. No. You know, that's fun. Let's just go ahead. We, have, we have a whole episode. Might <laughs> well. Hey, y'all. My name is Addison. I am 15 years old, and I am going into the 10th grade this year. I love to go shopping and go to the pool and hang out with friends. I'm Hannah. I love to horseback ride. I work with veterans voluntarily. And I drive a 1976 Mercury Comet. I don't even know what that is. And you're homeschooled. Did you say Yes, that? I am homeschooled. Yeah, you're homeschooled. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm Gabe. I'm going into 11th grade this year. And I love youth group, going to play basketball with friends, and... You said you had Easton. three. And Easton. I love Easton. You said you had three. That really? was my third. Easton, was Easton, Easton third? Tillman. I love him so dearly. Okay. He's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> My name's um, Easton Tillman. I'm going into 10th grade, and um, I'm a big baseball guy, and I also love Gabe very much. <laughs> <laughs> this is going south there's, very quickly. There's a serious bromance going on at the table. <laughs> Welcome to the bromance. Yeah, yeah, there's always something going on at camp. There you go. And we're sharing a room, so that's... Yeah. Oh, we wow. might, he might sleep in my bed tonight. We don't know wow. that yet. Let's just hope we, not. Let's... <laughs> And there goes the explicit button. Hello, everyone. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love it.
I do want to ask some open-ended questions and then whoever has an answer can speak up first. But I want to know what has been the most life-changing thing that has experienced since you've been at camp this week? Last night. Okay. Just last night's um, worship service. Yeah. I mean, that was just... I guess who was the speaker last night? It was. That would it was be, supposed to be Seth. Yeah, it, I don't really know that it was. But there wasn't was even a speaker. The Holy yeah. Ghost. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say. We'll just say the Holy Spirit was in that place. Yeah, last that's time. what I was going to say. Yeah. Is that he had, he legitimately had two sentences, and I mean it wasn't even like he said enough in those two sentences, and just the call was, it was Holy Spirit was in. That. Yeah. What did it do for you? Like what did it, what did it do in your heart? Well, um, I mean. The, call, the name of the camp is like surrender, and um, I mean that's that's really what hit me. It's just surrendering right then. I mean that it was like mm-hmm. a like a light switch just right there. Yeah, I love it. What about y'all? Well, oh. um, I never cry. I, never? I never. Well, I cry over like the sad things, but I've ne- I never really cry in tears um, when I'm praying or I'm in the Holy Ghost. I'm normally laughing. Huh. And yet, I yet came over and hugged you and started crying. You, you cried on my shirt last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was cry- I don't. I never really cry in the spirit. So, it's almost like every time I'm at a church camp, I get this, the mm. gift of tears. Mm. But then when I'm gone, it's not there. Mm. Well, a lot of people don't have the gift of laughter in the spirit. So it's really yeah. cool that you do. So yeah. every emotion is really cool. So there's yeah. not one that's better than another. But that's awesome. Um, like Easton said, just how the spirit moved last night. And even when we went down to the campfire, when we threw our surrender flags out, like that was just a tough moment in life because you, you've been to camp, going to camp for four years now, and you've been picking the same thing back up that you wanted to surrender. And like, it's just, it's hard going to school in the way that you like live your life because it's still there in your life. So just surrendering all of it. And actually keeping it down. Mm-hmm. And fitting in was a big one, too. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you can just fit in here. Like, nobody's going to, like, push you out, push you down. They're always yeah. going to be there to cheer you up. It doesn't matter what denomination you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've said that a few times since I've been here that this is a Baptist church by name. But it is Pentecostal. That's right. By spirit. What so. did Jamie call us? Baptocostal. Baptocostal. There it is. Yeah, I mean, it's what you get when you get all... Pentecostal spirit-filled speakers and and musicians and worshipers. I mean, it's just it's really cool. Yeah. So, Addison, did you have? Um. Yeah. More? Just to kind of like piggyback off of what Gabe said, I think it's just like so good to see all of us with all the different churches that are joining us here, and we're mm-hmm. all just like coming together. Everyone's hugging and being there for each other through like the tears, like you were saying, yeah. Hannah. Like just being there for each other when we may have just met twenty minutes ago. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so you guys mentioned that the theme of this week is surrender. And I touched on it yesterday morning that, uh, you know, kind of gave, like you said, that sometimes it's like at, at camp or revival services or like these big moments in our church life where we surrender something and then we pick it back up. And then next year we surrender it again and we pick it back up. So it's surrender is not always a one time thing it's a it's a daily thing it's not just a camp thing um it's not just when you come here in the summer before the school starts back um it's it's every day i don't know if you guys want to share like what is something that's been put on your heart to 
surrender this week? Um, well, I mean, in your life, but specifically this week, do any of y'all want to share that? I will. Okay. Uh, recently, when I went into freshman year, vaping and smoking weed was a big thing in my life. And putting that down and being in the friend group I am, it's just there in my life every day. And I gave it up last year with Nicole, which is a youth leader here. Well, not here, but she helps. Mm-hmm. But it was just hard. It, when you see your best friend doing it, you want to do it with them. Like, you want to try to fit in so hard. And sometimes you just don't. Like Willie was saying last night, sometimes you won't fit in, and that's good. So mm-hmm. maybe, like, I don't really know how to explain it. I guess just, like, trying to, like, make new friends is somewhere I need to start going, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go in the complete opposite direction. Is that like, like the he did the physical things. My biggest struggle is the mental side mm-hmm. of like, for example, like this is super recent. Um, my grandmother passed away today, and she's been in the hospital for like in and out for three months. Today. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just the constant mental battle of like, not not letting the enemy get in and like bring you down and I feel like recently it's been terrible because like we we knew that things were going downhill really fast Mm -hmm. and I just had to keep I just had to keep some sort of faith and coming here and getting just that revival feeling Mm -hmm. definitely helped being around people like that lift me up really helped it's I mean it's it's gonna be hard and it still is hard but it just makes it a little bit easier to be there with people who like care about you and who are here for the same reason. Yeah. Can I add something to that? Yeah. So recently my friend Ethan, he went to the hospital for, um, he passed out in the parking lot from weed and it just made me take a second look at like bouncing off of what Easton's saying, like just being there to lift him up and like being there to like cheer him on and stuff. It's just, sometimes you feel like you led them to it. But you always got to be there to, like, support them after they make the mistakes that they did. And like Easton said, he didn't make any mistakes. But you got to be there for a friend that's been there for you your entire life. And it's good that to see the kids that are here that are broken and destroyed in their life getting lifted up by people they don't even know. Mm-hmm. And, like, last night there was a girl that got saved. And that's just amazing because she didn't, she didn't even know my mom before that. And my mom helped her know the Lord. So it's just good having other people in your life to bounce off of. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go out of this question really quick. Okay. But, you know, a big struggle this day and age is sexual sin. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how many girl, how many friends of mine that I know that have had sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's all they want. Sexual sin. In the Bible, it talks about, you know, you look at a woman in the wrong way or you look at a man in the wrong way and you've already committed adultery with them Mm -hmm. and that's showing up more and more as more teenagers are having sex before marriage because that's what they want it's it's what they think is right because they sit there and say oh what's gonna happen what's the worst that could happen Mm -hmm. and um that's just how it is you know and it's it's hard because you want to fit in with it you want to sit there and say, well, you know, maybe I could put my hand in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, you cannot. That's what the devil wants you to think. They, and it's really hard because 
one of my friends actually got his fiance pregnant and he's in college and she just graduated high school mm-hmm. and I'm like that's not right mm. yeah another thing about that is pornography is a big yes. thing right now like adding on to what Catherine was saying like social media alone is very bad about it but adding on to like the the internet you can get you can reach anything like pornography is such a big thing for little kids and kids in middle school and high school right now and it's just destroying kids I, I i'll say for myself i had a problem with that in middle school but i finally got to let go of that and i know there's a bunch more of my friends that struggle with that right now but pornography is a big one mm-hmm. and you know hannah you were saying like people say what's the worst that could happen um, some people think that getting pregnant is the worst thing that could happen, but they don't think about that there could be like a disease, STD, uh, a sickness that like comes from it know. that you may have for the rest of your life, or yeah. there may be um, mental and emotional trauma and strongholds that are going to be on your life because you feel a connection to whoever that was. I mean, that's it's a very intimate thing that yeah. is meant for Marriage. one person. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so... And you're just kind of throwing yourself out there. I mean, like, you may think it's all right to do it that one time, but then after you do it that one time, you're going to want it so much more. Like, it's right. just not the one time. It's, I mean, it, it's a drug if there ever yep. was one. And, yep. you know, whether it is, like, doing drugs, okay, what's the worst thing about drugs? It's not necessarily overdosing and going to the hospital. It's well, living yeah. every day with an addiction that you don't feel like you can and get out of. you don't know of. what's in it either. You don't and what you getting say, delays by fentanyl. And, and what and you can do that. to the people that you love. Right. Yep. I mean, you'll end up stealing and, yep. and you're going to lose trust. and Abuse um, people that you... might end up in prison. You're going to lose kids. You're going to lose relationships. Oh my like, gosh, yes. You know, but nobody thinks about that in the moment. And so it's really... Like I said, it's encouraging to have you guys here at this table where we're talking about these things that are literally in our face every day. Every day. Uh, I mean, I remember when I was in middle school, I first got introduced to pornography in the form of a magazine because, like I said, this was 20 years ago. (laughs) You know, we had dial-up internet at best. But even then, before social media, it was already something that, like, I can't get things, like, out of my head that were there from over 20 years ago. Um and so now, like, everything is just right here. I mean, literally just in the last couple of days at camp, I've heard people talk about sex, drugs, um, getting with somebody that's here at camp, um, getting access to something here at camp. And I'm just like, this is a church camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, how, how, <laughs> how much worse is it, like, outside of this, you know? But it's just, this is the reality of it. Yep. So we need more of you guys that are willing to be the leader that you are. Like, I specifically asked for each of you because I know that you are influencers. I know that you are leaders. I know that when people, look, like, when people are listening to you um, or when people, like, talk to you, that they listen. Um, if you're talking, their attention is diverted to you. That's why Addison and Gabe, y'all are team captains. Mm-hmm. Team red, team purple. You're a captain for a reason. I'd like, like to say were... we're tied up now. I was down <laughs> three to one. We're tied up now. Just saying. So, I mean, but there's yeah, a reason yeah, why, yeah. like, that was chosen beforehand yeah. because people acknowledge your leadership. Yeah. Um, so, props to y'all for that. Thank you. But, thank, you. Uh, thank y'all. So, I don't know where, where we were going before that. I think I was asking, like, you know, if you guys want to share something that is on your heart to surrender. So, I know y'all said that y'all want to add anything or do you want us to move on? 
we can move on. I'm good. But going, before okay. we move on yeah. from that, I think going on, like, with Hannah saying, like, the relationships, like, that you lose through your drug life, like, I could add on to that. I lost so many friendships that were good, godly people because of weed and vaping. It it destroyed me in ways that I didn't believe it could. Mm-hmm. And Satan just took took me along the entire way. Like, I just felt like there was no hope. But thank God there's a God that can do anything. Mm-hmm. And that he can save you from the pits of hell and he can bring you back up. Yeah. Can I share one thing? Yeah. I am a survivor of a mother who was a drug addict and a drunk. My mother was very abusive. Um, when she was mad, she'd throw things at me. My mother also would go out and party and leave me alone. I mostly stay down with my grandparents. My mother lost custody of me. Um, whenever I was, I think, I believe it was like seven or eight years old, she got the letter that she had no custody over me anymore. And my grandparents had custody of me. And she tried to come and, she was drunk, and she tried to come beat my grandmother up. And we had a restraining order against her for that. But God had my grandparents that lived next door to me for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that was because they were my safe place. My mother is still on drugs and alcohol. And I pray every day for her to turn around from that. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of stuff that I go through every day dealing with those flashbacks and those memories. I do have a lot of built-up anger. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm being transparent. I do. Mm-hmm. I'm very angry. I wish she would have actually changed and actually become a mother mm-hmm. not somebody who you know had me and then abandoned me yeah and that's what drugs can do to you yeah drugs are not something you need to mess with neither is alcohol and it's okay to be angry it can destroy a lot of things yeah um you guys are going to hear from not the guy that's speaking in the next session, but the guy tonight um, that will be in the late night session, um, a friend of mine that I actually youth pastored his kids, and I did not know that he was in addiction at that time. And then he went to Teen Challenge, and I met him at Teen Challenge. And then we were like, like, oh, we know each other. We didn't know we knew each other. And so when you guys hear his story, you're going to see that what you're praying for and believing for is possible that it can happen, that parents who have been selfish and who have basically given their lives over to a substance and neglected their kids, that it can be restored. And I'm believing that for you. I'm glad you said that. Because a few years, this would be 2019, we were in a youth uh, meeting at church, and my mom slipped up and said something about the, the dad that I have at home, which is not my real dad. And it was hard on me because I was still young at the age and I had so many questions about it. And I still do to this day, but my dad was a drug ad- uh, addict and he's a drinking addict. He stays in and out of jail for selling it. And I guess like, I- I'd go farther than saying I'm angry. Like, mm-hmm. I can't stand him. Like, yep. it-, it makes me want to hate him so bad because he gave over mm-hmm. custody of me. Like, he didn't care one bit about me. And it just hurts to just think about that. And I have no hope that he can pull himself out of that. Like, that's where I'm at at this point. I understand your feeling there. Because 
Um, I never knew my real father. Mm -hmm. The guy that my mother dated, who was a truck driver, who was a truck driver, actually last year I got back in contact with him after 14 years of not being in contact with him. God, I, I prayed to God. I texted him and I prayed to God this uh, last year. And I said, please let him contact me. And whenever I got home, I looked on my phone and there was a message from him. But my, I never knew who my father was. It was a one night stand and he was either a drug addict or a drunk. And I don't know who he is, but I don't care for it because mm -hmm. I have this one person that is like a father to me. And he, you know, fills that space, even though he's in a different state now. You know, he's moved out of North Carolina. He's still that part of me. Yeah. And there will be people who will step into the roles that other people have walked out of. Yeah. Um, I don't know if y'all have other people in your life that, you know, maybe you didn't have a sibling or something, but somebody stepped in as like a big brother for you. Um, mm -hmm. I've got that as well. Um, since I lost my brother, then I have, you know, a few people that I look to as a big brother for me. Um and so, Easton and Addison, I was going to ask you guys, y'all are both going into what? 10th, 10th, grade. 10th grade for both of you? Um, y'all go to the same school? Yes. Sweet. Um, if, if, you, if you had the opportunity, and it might be terrifying, but it would be a privilege for you to like stand up in the auditorium or the cafeteria or whatever it is and talk to your entire 10th grade class. Um, or the entire school, like the entire high school, and you had two minutes to share with them something that you felt like has changed your life or that you hope will be encouraging to them, what would that two minutes be? I'll let you go first because you may spoke on this yet. Okay. <laughs> um, I think I would start, well, a couple, I think a couple months ago, I had like the realization that nothing else matters like what's going to matter is judgment day whether we live for Christ or not and I think I was so caught up in what I'm a huge like people pleaser so I was caught up me in too. what others thought of me instead of what God thought of me so mm -hmm. I think I would just really share with others like that none of it matters and mm -hmm. that all that matters is that you're living your life for God. Mm -hmm. So, I think that would be what I would share back. That's awesome. Um, if it was if it was me, what well, I guess, I guess my first thing would be like to speak to like the athletes because that's the people that I hang around with. Mm -hmm. Because I mean that's what I do, and it would be like, don't try to fit in, because. Like, just honestly, the people that you're going to try to fit in with probably aren't the best influences because at, at our school, like, just for example, our baseball team, like, we we got in a lot of trouble. Not we. A couple people got in a lot of trouble, mm -hmm. like, stealing things, like, throwing stuff out the back of the bus window. Um, like, just, just the most random stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, everybody else, like, ag it on with, like, taking videos and you know being like oh you should throw this you should do this and um i think it would be like don't try to fit in because like those are the things that are going to happen and 
I would honestly another like the next biggest thing that I would say is um, don't try to like compare yourself to other people because like for example like like I compare myself to you every day because you are probably one of the most godly people that I know you and my grandma and I'm like dang like I look at myself I'm like dang I need to fix that and it's like I'm on my own personal walk and um I don't know don't get discouraged and don't be like I'm better than this person because I've been on I've been in both mm-hmm. like I've been on both and um I think I think what helped me the most is just trying to stay on my own path and better myself a little bit every day and not to conform with everybody else yeah it's a good one. I love it are you about to graduate Hannah like, are you going into your senior year? Um, sadly not, um, okay. because of the chemo. Okay. Yeah. Chemo for you? Yeah. I had cancer at the age of three years old. I had 18 spinal taps, and that gave me peripheral neuropathy. I can't feel my hands or feet. My legs hurt 24-7. The right side of my brain doesn't work correctly. Um, I have a very hard time understanding stuff. Wow. So I'm a couple of years behind in school, sadly. Wow. And um, I did not know this. It's a struggle um, to get through life um, sometimes, mm-hmm. um, especially with people and being bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with veterans because I don't fit in. I'm a, I'm I'm a misunderstood person, mm-hmm. and um, it's hard, you know. I'm misunderstood. I get picked on. I've I've gotten bullied because I'm so patriotic about my country. I wanted to go in the Air Force, fly the A-10 Warhog. <laughs> and I can't because of the neur- neur- neuropathy I have. Wow. And veterans is what I do. I just want to step in and say you do yeah. matter. You matter to everybody at this camp. You fit in with everybody at this camp. Well, thank you. Yeah. And just saying, you saying that you get bullied, like, they're not, they're not realizing what they're doing to you. Yeah. But you also know that what they're doing, they'll have to repent for. And what you're doing is, you're doing this for Jesus. Jesus has called you to be down here with these veterans. Yep. And he's always, he's, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but like, you having cancer is something God meant to do. And God's going to put you, you have a special spot for that because somebody might have it too. Mm-hmm. And you can be that person that leads them to Christ. You just, you never know what God does for you. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. <clears throat> so good. So good. There, There's a lot of people that are like our parents' age that could take some lessons from what yes. you guys are saying. Um, and again, I think that's why you are all pioneers in your own way and um, you know it's really cool to, to hear you say that you look up to somebody that's sitting across the table from you which I don't know if you've ever told her that before has he ever told you you didn't that even tell who yeah. you looked up yeah. to you oh, that's true yeah it, it was yes Addison. Easton <laughs> says that he looks up to Addison um, just for just being like you know her yes. in her spiritual maturity and all that um, and then just you know you affirming Mm-hmm. Gabe affirming Hannah um, <laughs> that she matters like this is just this is what life this is this is a micro scale of what life should be on a macro yeah. and I love that we get to have these these days where the, we have consecutive days of we are eating together 
playing together. We're going to be doing something with shaving cream tomorrow together. Oh, I don't wait. know. I don't I'm do scared of this. Do we're, we're dressing in tutus together and <laughs> putting on putting on shoes and Hero I don't even know what all we're doing. Um, and we're eating way too many carbs and sugar. <laughs> Amen. Agree. And yeah. we're not eating like, healthy at all. We are all bloated <laughs> AF. And so. I'll be honest, like another thing, like with bullying, is like you can't be bullied here. Like, this is, like, a special place for me because, like, I was bullied, and I still get bullied sometimes for some stuff that I don't like talking about. But, like, going back to, like, bullying, like, being bullied, it hurts so much to the point, like, you tear your own self down is after, like, what they do to you. But, like, just knowing that you have somebody that you can call to, and his name is Jesus, like, mm-hmm. it's just good to have him around and that he's by your side every step of the way because, like... If I didn't have Jesus, I don't know where I would be right now. And, like, you think, you like to say that you have people that lift you up every day, but there's nobody like him that can lift you up. Mm -hmm. And it just hurts to see people getting bullied and them not knowing Jesus. Like, you don't know what they go through at home because, like, I like to say that we just went on a mission trip in Mallory, West Virginia, and there was a kid talking about getting bullied because of body shamed. And it hurt me so bad because my mom used to get body shamed at work and she had to leave. But, like, she had Christ. I don't know if this little girl in Mallory, West Virginia did. And, like, if it was tomorrow and she didn't make it for some reason, I don't know where she'd be. And that just hurts me because you could lift her up in so many ways if she known you. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I deal with that. Um, thinking I'm not beautiful, I'm not good enough, you know. What, you know, people will tell you, yeah, you look beautiful and not mean it. And you can tell by the tone of their voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I was speaking in tongues and I was crying. And um, I think it was Nicole. She hugged me. And she told me every word that came out of my mouth that I understood none of. I was speaking in tongues. And she said, he wants you to know that you're beautiful. And I sat there and I'm like, wow. What? Because yeah. <laughs> I never believe it. I never believe it. I just sit there and I'm like, you know... If you look at all the girls now, they're all skinny, they're all beautiful, and then you look Crazy. at us and, well, me, and I'm not, I'm not skinny, <laughs> okay? Let's be honest. I'm not skinny. I can't wear the tight dresses. I can't wear that kind of stuff. I can't fit in with yeah. that. That big word here, fit in. Right. And I don't know if y'all have noticed this. I've I've heard at least four girls this week say that they're not eating. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what is going on as far as like, you know, like whether you say you are skinny, you're not skinny, whatever. I don't know what is the is the deal with people not eating. And I say I don't know what the deal is. Obviously, I know that it is because of body shaming. Yeah, they don't want to be... Mm-hmm this size or whatever so they don't eat to be this size but then it's like okay so not eating or overeating or eating and purging or whatever it is like that's a huge thing too mm-hmm. I think if you that, don't eat yeah. you can get really really sick yeah see i have that problem i have days where i will not eat i will god gave me a guy for a reason i know it he makes me eat because Good. i am one that will literally eat one meal a day and then i won't eat anything after that we need fuel. Can I backtrack on what on what you said about like just people like like not eating because like of the outward image? Yeah. Like I think that I think that's a 
ginormous, probably the biggest problem going yeah. on with especially youth is just mm-hmm. caring so much about what everybody thinks, Else what everybody so says. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's hard because, I mean, obviously everybody cares to some extent about what somebody says because you don't want somebody to look at you and say, oh, you're ugly. Or, mm-hmm. dude, lay off the friggin' Taco Bell. Like, who? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that's just like with eating. I think that's a huge thing with worship right now and like loving the Lord is like getting bullied in school. Like you care so much what they think and how you Mm -hmm. love the Lord, but you shouldn't care what they think because it's just between you and him. Like there's no, there's no reason to be afraid of what they say. Let me add this. Let me add this. And it's not about churches nowadays. They care more about how the time, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how the spirit's moving. They want to cut worship now. I'm going to be honest. Oh, yeah. I see it, it all the time. It, it's not about the Holy Spirit anymore. It's about, okay, we have a time limit. We got to get out of here at probably one or two. And we don't have time for but about two minutes of worship. And then we got to get out the door mm-hmm. and do our message. And then we're done. Yeah. We got to go eat. That's That's how churches are now. And I'm sorry for changing subjects. Like, this is just me. This is but, organic. This is how it's all happened. It's going but, from how we eat to how we worship to how church. I mean, this is this, this is it. Churches like, are cutting. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry, guys. Hit my knee. <laughs> Don't cut that part out. Or that. <laughs> Leave it going. I'm doing this for a reason. Keep it going. <laughs> So, anyway, <laughs> continuing that. <laughs> but, like, you can see the eight flags this week. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you're, you're, you're distracting my... Can I, go back, can I backtrack on what Easton said? Let's that? not backtrack yet. I was not finished. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, you know, that's, that's how churches are getting now. It's like you have probably five... This is how Wednesdays are for my church. You have probably five or ten minutes of worship. And it does not matter how the worship goes, how prayer goes, or how the Spirit's moving. You're immediately announcements and then get your classes. Yeah. And we're in our classes by eight o'clock normally. But sometimes it would be later, whenever I first went. And it's sort of sad of how worship is getting smaller and smaller, smaller and smaller. Because... In the Bible, worship is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Worshiping psalm. Oh yeah, it's it's the hymnal in That's the why Bible. Last night we could go for two hours. Oh my and gosh, I wanted to keep going. I don't know I why mean, they stopped. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why they stopped either. But, it's like we, we ain't got nowhere to be. But backtracking <laughs> on like we're, we're, we don't have to go down there. The time. Let's just keep. How we were backtracking on like how. People are afraid of what Wait, other people... Wait, is it okay for him to backtrack? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do we have your permission? Oh, okay. All right, so it's kind of funny how this shirt says right here because it okay. says, cast your cares on God. He can take it... Tackle. Tackle it. Sorry. And, like, that's just, like, that right there means a lot because, like... Yeah, this is my it's t-shirt a, he, Eastman's wearing right it's a, it's a fish shirt. You gotta... It's it's making a joke on fish. Mm-hmm. Cast your care because he can tackle it. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> But, like, just saying, like, he can tackle, like, anything. Like, that just makes you, that just makes chills go up my body. Because, like, even when I was struggling with weed, he, when I let it go, like, he just, he took it all away from me. And he put it on, like, nobody else. Like, he took it all into a cell. 
Mm-hmm. And like that just means so much knowing that I have a God that can take anything out of my life that's not supposed to be in my life. Mm-hmm. And it just means a lot. And it's kind of coincidental that he's wearing this shirt tonight. I don't really think so. I think that was there for a reason. But sorry for the backtrack. I have a question that I want to yeah. ask everybody here. Okay. Right. So when y'all, like, for you it wouldn't be as huge of an issue because, like, homeschool. But for, like, like I'm going to ask, like, in public, if... Like, let's say you see somebody on the side of the street, like, with a sign, like, that says, I love Jesus. Like, are are we get, are we the type of people that are going to, like, let's say you're riding down the road, like, you're honking at that person. Or, mm-hmm. like, you get out and you, like, support them. Mm-hmm. Or, like, just, like, keep on driving. Because I feel like that's a huge thing in churches, too. And, like, just the church is everybody wants to be a Christian on, like, worship days. And nobody wants to live it out, and that's why that's that's why I love this this kind of camp is because it like mm-hmm. reignites that fire in me. Yes, you know. I don't know that I see people on the side of the road with signs that say um, "I love Jesus." That's what in I'm my say. town, it it's a big is that a thing. A big yeah. thing right now that's is like Eden. yeah, it's in Long Cove. Yep. Some like I'm mostly in Greensboro. Like that's where I go. Like outside of like Stokesdale and Ellisburg. Like yeah, that's where I'm at most of the time. And like all you see nowadays is like people like scared to work and like don't want to work. They're like so lazy they don't want to work. They have signs saying they're homeless, trying to take your money. That's all you see. That's what I see more of. Yeah, that's a big thing now. Unless like on a Sunday morning and you pass by a more modern church that says Mm -hmm. "Honk if you love Jesus." Is that what you're talking about? You're talking about like a homemade sign. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever no, actually seen that. I don't really. That. Yeah. What about people that like wear Jesus shirts? Do y'all like compliment yes. their shirts? Sometimes. Oh my gosh. Like, if I see a Walmart. Jesus shirt in like a Walmart, I'm going to tell them I like yeah. their shirt. Like Sometimes the ones that are really cliche, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I've seen those a Roman. Annoy me. <laughs> Have you seen like the ketchup and the mustard ones like ketchup with Jesus? Those get on my nerves. Because they're so like... 2015. No. I have. Right the, the great, Don't come out. The grateful, thankful, blessed ones get on my nerves. Grateful, thankful, blessed. And the ones that say God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Oh my God. Did you, did you, oh, did God, God is good. Grandfather said that every Sunday morning. I'm so sorry. God is great. God, God is good. Let us take a profit. Okay. Oh, wait, my fault. Um, all right. <laughs> so, since since we're going about what gets on my nerves, um, let's talk about Simply Southern for a second. Simply <laughs> Southern? No! I brought a couple of those shirts with me, man. Well, Addison's mom has stock in the company, apparently. Oh, my How gosh. many Simply Southern shirts oh does she have? Oh, my gosh. Have? No. She has an ungodly amount. It's ridiculous. It's, every, it's every time. Shout out to Kim. Yeah, we They're do love you, right Kim. Now. We love you, Kim. Kim is stuck on Lulu right now. And so is that one right there. Addison, Claire. I can't afford all that. Lululemon. Yeah, I can't afford all that. Um, See, we'll say the Goodwill in Oak Ridge. Pretty good stock up there. Yes. Of I'm like a thrifter. Bougie and, stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She goes there every day. I mean, she goes shopping for a new pair of clothes right. every day. All wow. the listeners, go to the Oak Ridge Goodwill <laughs> for all your bargain funds. <laughs> all your bargain all, funds. No, it's all your bougie See, bargain funds. Your bougie um, bargain funds. I don't you want some Lulu now costs $98 instead of $101. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. That's a deal. Here's one of my favorites. Um, what, cliche? He gets us. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the advertisements on the Super Bowl. Yeah. He gets us. Well, they yeah. have some merch. And I got the hat that says... I actually just ordered some two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Sure did. Uh, it, they have one that says, Jesus... Uh, no, hate is loud, but Jesus loves louder. And then it's also... I have a hat that says, what is it? Something about 
um, Jesus didn't want us to be adults. He wanted to be, he wanted us to be more like children or something like that. Yeah. I think that's actually the one I ordered. Something about. I love that like, hat. I have it. I will wear Which is why I told y'all. If we're speaking of merch, um, go get your um, inspirational wristbands at lifestylebands.com. Use code oh. EASTON20 for 20% off at checkout. And I like we're... how you're leaning up and showing this as if this is a video. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're talking about merch, go follow True Life on Spotify and buy some of his merch. That would yes. be Seth Wheeler. He's the, Seth uh, Wheeler. He's, he's the, the, the rapper. rapper of today's century. Yeah. He did not seem to have the doors locked. No. I mean, I know. Well, service apparently has already started, and we are running late. Do y'all have anything else that we want to cover and tackle (coughs) in this episode? (laughs) Got them again. (laughs) Well, um, don't forget that Jesus loves you, no matter what you've done, no matter where you're at, no matter what's going on. Um, I was actually preaching this to one of my veterans a couple weeks, actually a group of my veterans a couple weeks ago. It does not matter what you're going through. If you feel like you're in a corner in the dark, if you feel like you're alone, you're not. You have a Bible. Open it up. That's his word. Mm -hmm. But not only that, you can speak to him. You can pray. You can sit there and you can talk to God easily. It does not matter what you're going through. He still loves you. Yeah. Serious question. I've been looking at these books all the time. I don't think I've seen a Bible yet. I'm very disappointed this in isn't that. A, this isn't Sorry, a that's, an 80, that's an ADHD moment right there, but they it's, should have a Bible in here somewhere. I see Spoiler a book that's called The Soul of a Cop. Okay, well, that I'm still Well, I got a cop here Bible here. Well, all right, so, and there's another one called King of the Night. I'm okay, sure yep, never mind. Spiritual. Um, all right, Spiritual. so, last question before we, I want, I want all of y'all to answer this. Whoever has an answer first is fine. I got it first. But um, what is the funniest moment that you've experienced <laughs> Up to this point at this camp. <laughs> oh my gosh. I got a great Okay. One. I have a really good one also. Oh, well, go no, for you it. Start. No, you no, go you for it. I can't say what I was no, about you to start. say. No, you <laughs> okay. 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 So, last night, timestamp, mm, 1.30 a.m. Oh my, you're supposed um, to be in bed. We were in our room. But yeah, yeah. Buddy, actually, we didn't go no, to sleep till 2. <laughs> so, <laughs> actually, no, we weren't. So, our rooms are joining. Some rooms are. Yeah. And I was in the conjoining room, and one of the girls was like, hey, I'm going to go ahead to bed. Good night. See y'all in the morning. So she goes through the conjoining door and shuts it. There's only a doorknob on one side of the door. Then, after she had went into the bedroom, and the doorknob was on her side, not ours, we banged on the door for about 15 to 20 Is minutes. Is that what I heard banging last her, night? Trying to get her to wake up. It's so, 20 minutes. Yeah. That's a long time to That's think. a long yeah. time. Yeah. 20 right. minutes is that? a long time. Wait, is your hand like I got two. Or? I got no, two. No, I'm no. sorry. Right. The one has to be sick. I'm sorry, Caitlin. Wait a minute. Oh, wait. She's no. Oh, yeah, I thought no, she was done. done. No. Well, she Look. stopped talking. So, once we have realized she was definitely not coming to the door, we had to um, call Kayla, and Lila started crying because she thought Kayla was going to be super mad at us, but she was not. And then we went outside. So you should be picking up garbage right now. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So that is my favorite funny camp mm. moment: banging on the door for twenty minutes trying to get in. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. That's okay. not okay. All right. Well, I would like to say we went fishing yesterday. And oh gosh. No, it's not that moment. Great, great stories happen when fishing is involved. <laughs> 
Well, I'd like to say I've seen two people at least fall down the bank into the into the lake. I thought that was the most funny yeah. thing ever. So many people. You I did it last year. I did it last yourself. year, not this year. That's different. And With the clothes one, on and everything. Clothes yeah. really clothes. In the water. Yeah. Okay. And then another one would be, that. I think I witnessed Houston Fincher body belly flop off the diving board today. And that was, that made my day quite literally. Like, I loved it to pieces. Well... Um, are you done? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow, look at her being respectful, making sure you're done. Wow. They're hating on me so much right now. It's okay. We love you. Well, um, the first night we were here, um, uh, my roommates, Hannah and Caitlin, Caitlin, um, she, we all sort of pretty much have a room together. So it was about 1230. And we had our lights out and everything. And we were sitting there, we were talking, and then all of a sudden we're like, what do we have to snack on? I bring a big bag of snacks, by the way. So I have, like, tons there of things. There's no shortage of snacks anywhere on this property. No. Or and I can't eat all of them before I leave. No so <laughs> so we, we decide to sit in the middle of our floor, by the door, by the way, and they have a... a thing of Pringles sitting there in the middle of the floor and we all sit in a circle around it and I put my snacks out and we have um one of their flashlights on their phones and we have a this fire the, crackling this was uh, like the little campfire thing yes had we had a room. fake campfire the first With, night like, the sound of a yes fire. I saw those pictures and we were dying awesome. we were laughing and so cool. I forget what was being I forgot what was said I, we called it the snack cult. Well, I called it the snack cult because we were pretty much sitting in the middle of the floor. It almost looked like we were trying to summon something because yeah. <laughs> we had a Gatorade bottle over a flashlight. You got to show that. <laughs> show Catherine that. Yeah, I'm I'd like to say they used my fishing rod hold to up, flush the turlet. This oh, is my no. Oh, no. Go buddy. for it. It was okay. my fishing rod. So, I wish we could show this video I know. on the I'm episode, show, but I'm we sh- cannot. I'm going to show everybody. Okay. And they can hear it. <laughs> With my fishing rod when I'm out the room. Alright, so I'll, Colby cackling in the back makes it better. Alright, I'm gonna show y'all in a second. I'm gonna go ahead and explain this. So Colby yesterday decided that he wanted to um like flick on the thing <laughs> that you use to flush the toilet, right? And he broke. Yeah. The flush handle? The flush handle. Look, I'm sorry. I was just making it all into what you were talking about. He's talking about the flush handle. Well, I think everybody knows what they touch to flush the commode. No, some people Unless they have a bidet. I was about to say, some people touch the top of them and just push a button. All right, well, I don't don't think that you... I don't know if you break those. I don't know that church camp has those. (laughs) I don't think they do. Not Not bougie. I'm surprised we're not pooping in an outhouse. (laughs) (laughs) We literally have a stick to flush ours, Exactly. What? So, yes. oh, that's so, um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so Colby broke our toilet flusher handle. Oh, so I took Gabe's fishing rod because he wasn't using it and he, and he's already caught more fish than anybody else here. So he doesn't need five it. Five fish like to say five fish. He doesn't <laughs> need it. Yeah. So exactly. And it was the only one that would fit in the bathroom because, you know, fishing like seven and a half foot rods doesn't work. Oh, yeah, no. Mom was three foot. Yeah. 
if that. $10 literally used a fishing pole, yep. fishing rod, to pull up the lever on the back of the toilet. Mm-hmm. They so used my fishing flush. line for yep. that, so I had to and break that off today. And the ch- you so didn't have to. I yeah, did too. Right. I needed it. Oh, okay. I went fishing today. So, um, like, I don't know if these Wait, people so know how a toilet works, <laughs> but pretty much, you know, like the lid that you can like take off. So we took the lid off, mm. and um, there is a you went fishing. There's, there's a suck. <laughs> there's a suction held, um, like drain. Yeah. And you push the lever. Chain yeah. picks up on this on the thing. I love yeah. how you know how Water. a toilet works. That's pretty funny. That's great. not the toilet. Well, I mean, when you, you, might, you look you inside of one, there's not. There's oh, not too many. And I'd like to add something to that. I'm not done, but I know it's just real quick. He went turtle fishing <laughs> today. He went turtle fishing. Turtle fishing. There you go. All so, right. chain picks it up. The water like leaves the toilet bowl and it mm-hmm. gets flushed down. But you know, if you can't press, if you can't like flip the lever, it doesn't mm-hmm. work. Anyway, um, tied on tied on a hook. Don't repeat. I know. <laughs> tied on the hook. I'll let y'all look that while I'm talking. Tie tie on the hook. Take it to the chain, you know. Set the hook like you. (laughs) (laughs) Almost fall in the process. Almost ate the AC units. (laughs) Set the hook and um, you know, thing picks up and there's no longer any um urine in the toilet. Right, real talk. Was there anything in the toilet before that? Uh, You have to do this every time one of y'all like takes a crap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't took a crap in our room yet. Okay. Not yet. At all. At all. (laughs) I haven't done that. Where are you taking your crafts this week? That bathroom. Second like main bathroom? Oh, man. Second funniest thing that I happened. I'm in my own room. I'm just going to take all the crafts <laughs> <laughs> Colby got a cosmic wedgie. Oh, oh my oh, dude. No, that was Lord. hilarious. And he gave it to him himself. <laughs> himself. What? Oh, yeah. How? Um, so it's, like, it kind of sounds like so he enjoys dock, that, but you know. The dock. Like, you know how we were jumping over the rail to get to where we would fish at? I mean, yeah. it was the far back, up there. The back of Colby's shorts got caught on that, and he kind of, you know. <laughs> he was trying to spread, he was trying to wibble off of it. <laughs> or didn't Houston give you a wedgie? No, he gave Colby a wedgie to in the room. What is phrase where it's like, what happens at camp? Stays, stays at camp. camp. <laughs> or stays on the podcast. Or, or stays, stays on the podcast. Well, hold so on we will That all ain't staying on the podcast. Everybody else in Rockingham County, South Carolina. Oh, no, all this stayed on. I ain't editing none of this out. Oh, See, a lot of this right here, we will not outlive. Nope. The sad thing is, this at is one point capsule. when we become parents, our children will hear this. Oh, goodness. Wow. I don't think I want kids just to put that dad Kids are there. not my favorite. <laughs> but s'mores are. And Easton, if you want to stop messing with the s'mores, oh. I'm going to go down and build and me a campfire right now. And the s'mores last night had chocolate in the marshmallows. Yeah, I didn't, uh, not, wait, what? I didn't yeah. like that either. What? I like to do Weird. it myself. What? Yeah. I just like oh, marshmallows by themselves. Anyway, well, all right, we're going to the church, because... <laughs> later, podcast. Later! Hey. Thank y'all for listening to Woo-hoo. another episode of Church Dogs. On my leg! <laughs> <laughs> hey, before you guys leave and start listening to another episode of Church Dogs, could you take 10 or 15 seconds and just go on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening, and click follow or subscribe or like or the plus sign, whatever it is where you're listening. Uh, that would mean a ton to me, and that way you'll never miss episodes when they're coming out on the weekends. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and supporting and subscribing and following. I love you guys so much.